Welcome to Fort Hood Spotlight, keeping you in touch with what's happening on the world's largest military installation, Fort Hood, Texas. Julia Connor here, and with me on the phone, Shannon Phillips, Community Manager for Pershing Park and Venable Villages here at Fort Hood. Thanks so much for being with us. Well, thank you for having me. Now, I'm calling you because I hear that National Night Out is coming soon for Fort Hood residents. It is. It is on Tuesday, August the 2nd from 6 to 9. And where will it be? There will be two sites. Uh, We have one site for the east side communities of Patton, Wainwright, Walker, Chaffee, McNair, Pershing, and Venable. And that's going to be held at the Bronco Youth Center on Fort Hood. And the west side communities, which include Kuma, Montague, Comanche 1, Comanche 2, and Comanche 3, will be held at Smith Middle School. Now, all the residents of these particular villages are invited to come out. Absolutely. We invite them all to come out and enjoy. We're going to have free food. We're going to have lots of entertainment, bounce houses, water slides, games, all kinds of stuff. Of course, kids are invited, too. Absolutely. Now, what's the purpose of National Night Out? Uh, National Night Out is designed to heighten awareness of crime in the area, get to know your neighbors, just come out and, you know, be a part of the community. Um, It also is designed to bring the police uh, and the community together to fight crime in the area. So I take it you'll have some officials there who people will be able to talk to? Absolutely, yeah. DES will be out in force. They'll be bringing um, some canine demos, and they'll be out with the vehicles, and they'll have lots of information and just be out to meet and greet the residents. Now, Neighborhood Watch, I understand, is an important part of National Night Out. It is, yeah. It's part of National Night Out. There'll be um, neighborhood watch tables out from each community so people can sign up, get more information, find out what it's all about. Now, why would you encourage people to take part? Well, I mean, it's simply, you know, a lot of people in our area and everywhere don't really know their neighbors. And this is a great opportunity to come out and get to know your neighbors, you know, have a good time. You know, knowing your neighbors is really one of the biggest deterrents to crime. If you know who's supposed to be there, you'll know who's not supposed to be there. That's exactly right. And keeping watch out for each other. That's very important. Absolutely. Okay. Now tell us once again, when and where. Tuesday, August the 2nd from 6 to 9 p.m. The east side communities will be at Bronco Youth Center. The west side communities will be at Smith Middle School. Uh, Again, the east side communities are Patton, Wainwright, Walker, Chaffee, McNair, Pershing, and Venable. And the west side communities are Kuma, Montague, Comanche 1, Comanche 2, and Comanche 3. Okay, and if we need to get some more information? I would suggest going to our website, forthoodfh.com. It's got information and um, ways that you can get in touch with people. You can also like us on Facebook. Shannon Phillips, thank you so much for being with us. Appreciate it, and uh-huh. good luck. National All right, Night thank out. you. All right, hope to see everybody there. That is Shannon Phillips, Community Manager for Pershing and Venable Villages. We've been talking about National Night Out, August 2nd from 6 to 9 p.m. I'm Julia Connor with your Fort Hood Spotlight. Get your tickets for the next Hood Hero Awards Ceremony and Luncheon. Thursday, August 18th at the Club Hood Grand Ballroom from 1130 to 1. Tickets will be sold until August 11th. Get them now at the Three Core Building, room 216 West. Cost is $12.50 per person. Tickets are non-refundable and will not be sold at the door, so get yours now. The Hood Hero Awards Ceremony and Luncheon, August 18th at Club Hood. For more information, call 285-6127. 285-6127. Fort Hood Spotlight. I'm Daryl Leonard. We are privileged to have in our midst the 2011 All-Army Combative Champions, of course, led by the one and only Chris Perkins. One of the, <laughs> the main leaders of the team, Shane Lees. What's going on, fellas? How's it going? That's going great. Have you guys recovered yet?
We're still riding the high of uh, defending the championship. Tell us what that means to not only you, Chris, but to Fort Hood in general. To me, it, it goes to show that as a director, if I can find these guys a good coach and find them the time on their calendar to train, any post can do it. you got to get them the time, the place, and the means to do it, and they can do it. That's basically all I did for them. They're the ones that put in the hard work. Jared Klontz did a ton of work. He put his heart and soul into them as far as training them. And for Fort Hood, you know, it just goes to show that, you know, people have the stigma that, oh, you're going to Fort Hood, they're a bunch of mechanized guys, death before dismount. Now we just show the rest of the Army that you better pray we don't dismount. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the momentum started last year when you went down to Benning and maybe surprised some folks by winning it. Shane, tell me how important was it for you as a fighter to be representing Fort Hood right here at Abrams? That was awesome to be able to perform on our home turf. A lot of families don't get to go to watch. They witness us training all day long but they don't get to see the end results. So when we got to bring it back here to Fort Hood, it meant a lot to everybody on the team to go out and show how hard we work. We know that you're one of the toughest guys and obviously one of the better fighters, but you came up a little short. How disappointed are you? I'm still disappointed. I put it behind me to finish out the tournament strong, but it still irks me. I wanted to win it this year, retire from combatants, but now I got to go another year. Talk about really how important was it, because you weren't the only Fort Hood fighter that came up short when you really had a good chance to win the tournament, but you had to put yourself, your personal goals aside and help the team out. I'm a competitor, so even though I lost, I put it behind me and I needed to keep racking up points for the team. Being defending champions, you know, I don't want anybody to take that trophy away from Fort Hood, so... I went back out, submitted my last guy, and I wanted to keep them team points accumulating so we could beat Riley again. I know you had anticipated on fighting the guy that you had a walkover on, but it still had to be pretty satisfying because you were able to perform in front of everyone. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to go out and just get the trophy handed to me. I'm glad uh, that fifth place guy stepped up and wanted to fight so I can bang in front of the home crowd. Chris, talk about the support you received, not only from the command, but the community in general. We received support not only here locally, but nationally. The UFC donated thousands and thousands of dollars worth of stuff. They didn't ask for us to put their name on anything. Basically, Dana White spoke to me and said, anybody can pat a soldier on the butt and say, good job, we appreciate what you're doing, but it doesn't mean a thing unless you put your money where your mouth is, and I'm willing to put my money where my mouth is. He said, what do you need to make this tournament first class? I gave him a list, and they answered everything on the list. The guys at Ranger Up, they totally believe in what we're doing for the Army, so they wanted to give whatever we needed for them. And then here in the local community, people donated through our nonprofit organization. AUSA really kicked in. If you watched on the Internet or if you were there, you noticed that our guys looked like national champions because they were dressed like that. Those uniforms were donated by AUSA. Nice. So that's why we look so much better. You know, we're not a ragtag looking bunch. People know we're a team and we're coming to win. Talk about from your perspective all that you went through to put this tournament on, man. It was pretty impressive. I try to forget a lot of it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, uh, yeah, there's a lot that goes in. The 36 engineers here on uh, Fort Hood really did a lot of the heavy lifting for me. Captain Smith was just really instrumental that whole unit if i needed 10 guys they brought 50 and they got it done right off the bat you have all the you know the light show guy pao really we you know the guys that were going to do the lights and the filming backed out on us two weeks out your guys here in public affairs really stepped up and you know got the big superman medal because they filled that void a good friend came down and did the light show for us it was seamless to everybody else but the couple months leading up to this i was running around crazy i'm glad it all worked out and it looked first rate and Fort Hood had a first-class event. What kind of impression do you think you made on those who doubted? You know, it's been at Benning, and this was the first time it was held away.
away from bending the championships. But Fort Hood had to make a pretty powerful statement there. We might have done too well. <laughs> uh, we, it's always good to raise that bar. Uh, yeah, uh, we're hearing the rumbles uh, across the army of this is the best it's ever been. Why is it not always this good? And it's because now I think it opened their eyes. They can now accept ideas from us. Right. They are one time were the only subject matter experts, but that is not the case in the army anymore. Now we're sharing ideas and they're willing to accept ideas from the rest of the army now and see that, hey, wow, it worked. It didn't look like a civilian program. It was definitely an army program. It got what it deserved. It's like a national level competition. Without a doubt. And it deserves all the things that it got. That's a very interesting point. What do you see as the prospects that the great place could hold this event? Maybe not next year, but down the road again. It could happen. Like I said, coming into it and last year, you don't win this tournament without your chain of command support. And that's why it's good for the winner to host it because obviously if you're winning, you have your chain of command support and combatives is important. So they also give your support for the tournament because they want it to be a first class tournament. For us to host it again, basically takes our boss calling their boss saying, I want to host it. Then let them arm wrestle at the general level about it. That's what it takes. And it's up to the boss if he wants to host it again. And and also up to the Fort Benning chain of command if they want to relinquish it to someone else again. Shane Lees and Chris Perkins of the Fort Hood Combatives team, congratulations once again. We want to thank you guys for stopping by and sharing your stories about your experience at the 2011 All-Army Combatives Championships. I do. Thank you. With your busy schedule, taking care of your kids has never been easier, safer, or more affordable. With Chaffee CDC Hourly Care. For children six weeks to five years old, Chaffee Child Development Center has slots available. Chaffee begins the day bright and early, ready for you from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m., Monday through Friday. And the cost is just $4 per hour, but special discounts are available. Chaffee CDC Hourly Care. TJ Mills Boulevard, Building 198. More info at 287-4749. Children must be enrolled in child youth and school services fort hood spotlight i'm daryl leonard and today i'm joined by mr dale cowan he's the fort hood customer service officer welcome to the program dale hey it's great to be here tell us what it is that the customer service officer does well basically i'm responsible for a number of different feedback mechanisms in order to get the customer's information to those that have been empowered by the garrison and the installation commander to make a change across the installation i manage the interactive customer evaluation program known as ice and what i do is i collect that feedback, I analyze the feedback and ensure that our customers are being responded to in a timely manner and that all of their issues are being addressed. Why is something like the ICE program and others similar to it necessary? Well, we need to have feedback mechanisms in place so that our customers have a place to go in order to express their opinions and to tell our commanders the good, the bad, and the ugly. In other words, we have products and services on Fort Hood that we offer our customers and if we don't know whether we're doing well with those products and services or whether we're not, if we don't have that feedback, then we're not going to make any changes. So it's imperative that we receive the feedback from our customers so that our commanders, those that have been empowered, uh, more specifically the directorates, to make changes based on what our customers are telling us. When you talk about customers, who are we speaking about specifically? Well, I always tell everyone that I talk to that our most valued asset on this installation is the customer. So our customer consists of soldiers, family members, and 
and civilians. So that basically encompasses anyone that uses the products and services that we produce here on Fort Hood. How does the program work? Well, basically the program works this way. A customer goes into an establishment and they either have a good or a bad customer service experience and they want to tell someone about that experience. Well, they can provide that feedback to us through the ICE program and based on their comments, if they provide contact information, we will contact them and try to get as many facts and details about their service experience. If it's a good service experience, we still want to talk to the customer because we want to tell them we're happy that they took the time to tell us. But we also want to look at the negative feedback in a positive aspect because all feedback is good feedback. And we want to make sure that we send the message to our customers that what they have to say is important. We can't always resolve their problems, but we always want to make sure that we address the issues that they bring to us. You can do it in a hard copy comment card and put it in what we call an ICE box, a comment card box, or if you can log on to the ICE website and provide your comments there. Interestingly enough, the majority of the comments the Fort Hood receives are positive in nature. If I make a comment, can I expect to hear back from you or someone in the command? No, you, you would hear back from someone in that organization. A manager within that organizational structure is required to recontact the customer or make initial contact with the customer and ask them questions about their situation. And then based on that, they make a determination whether they can address it appropriately or resolve the issue. If a person has an idea of ways that customer service can be approved, is ICE the way to go? I am so glad that you brought that up because ICE is not only for feedback. If all of a sudden the good idea fairy popped up and said, hey, this is, we should be doing things this way, you can also provide that feedback to us through the ICE program. Does the command give recognition to folks that receive some good comments? Yes. The garrison commander and the installation commander have their own feedback recognition programs, but within the ICE program itself, we recognize individuals and service providers on a monthly and a quarterly basis. Is everyone allowed to participate in this, or is it strictly for military personnel? Anybody. It can be a retiree. It can be a grandfather of a soldier that has never been in the military, but for some reason came to visit their son or their daughter on the installation and they were presented with a situation that they wanted to tell someone about it. Maybe they had a great customer service experience and they wanted that message to get out. So anyone can use the ICE system. They do not have to be just soldiers or, or affiliated with the military. Right, exactly. Well, I want to encourage everyone out there, all of the listeners, to tell us because if you don't tell us, we're not going to know. That's we right, need the know. information. Information is what empowers our commanders to make decisions. Exactly. So we have to have that information. Can you give a web address. ICE.DISA.MIL. And from there, you just have to click on CONUS and then click on Fort Hood, and then you'll be able to make a comment on any service provider located on Fort Hood. All right, Dale, we want to thank you for stopping by and sharing that valuable information with us. Hey, I really appreciate you giving me this opportunity. Folks, Spotlight is a production of the Three Corps and Fort Hood Public Affairs Office. I'm Daryl Leonard.